welcome to podcast 246 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dave, Dupe, Mad, and yet another Five Star Potential debutante, who is also the reigning, defending Streamer Showdown champion. It's Holly Percival, or also known as Holly Plays, with all the whys, apparently. Welcome everyone, and of course, Holly. Hello. Hello. All. Hello. Hello. Hello all. Sorry, I should have done that Hello. as... <laughs> no, I should have done... Done it as the Friday night dinner. Jim. Yeah. Hello, all. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's Friday night. Anyway. It. Um, it's very good. Shalom. Females. We've got one on here, actually, now. So there we go. Because we've got a lot of questions for Holly, because she's quite a famous person. I mean, verified on Twitter, Holly Percival. True. Ooh. So, Jeez. Know, I think, indeed. Dave, Dave that's the one this. thing that you want and can't get. <laughs> tomorrow, I can reapply tomorrow. We're all, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let, let's just get started with the questions. So, today's podcast, Holly, is all about you, uh, as you already know, because you're here. Um, but can you tell our listeners who you are and what you do? Oh, I can. Uh, my By day, I am a junior news editor for a company called The Athletic, uh, the UK side of the company that I work on. Uh, mainly covers football, so um, you know every Premier League team and then a few EFL teams as well. Um, women's football, kind of pretty much everything under the sun when it comes to football. And I have the pleasure of working with a bunch of those writers to help produce news content and live blogs for The Athletic. Um, and then I guess by night... I stream in my spare time, which doesn't really feel like a hobby anymore, given how well things have gone the last few months. Um, and like you said, I guess won a showdown in that process as well. So it's been um, a crazy like two years since I joined the Athletic. Two years. Two years. Wow. I think there may well be questions about this later, but so we'll 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 skip it. But what about like your history with football? So where did that come from? And it's 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 not even like a, I guess a a sexist or sex related question, gender related question. It's more just like obviously working for the athletic is probably a dream for quite a lot of people. So, what started it all for you? What ignited that passion for football for you? Um, I, you'd probably think I'd have given up on football, given that my first experience was was with my dad taking me to a Birmingham City game. I remember him taking me and my twin sister. We were both on a knee each and we went and watched this game. I can't remember who they played against. All I know is that it was a boring nil-nil and I think he only stood up like once because there was one like attempt on goal and it went wide. Um, <laughs> but for some reason I stuck it out. It was all, that's all I remember. It was the most boring game of football. Uh, hence why I'm now a Villa fan because I thought I don't ever want to support that kind of awful football ever. Um, was Steve Bruce kind of- the Birmingham manager at the time by any chance? I don't know. No, she she's quite young. I'm, uh, that would have been it would have been twenty it would have been twenty years ago. So if people can figure out when yeah, that it was, then then go crazy. No, he'd left by then. I think. Nah, not O two. Actually, no, 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 because that'd have been David Dunnish era. Yeah, I think it might have been Bruce. That's probably why it was awful football then. So you know, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I didn't bother. But um, yeah, I just remember playing football with my brother and my dad a lot in the park growing up. Then played it at school. Played for a local team for a few years, kind of carried that on through to university, um, studied football journalism specifically. Yes, that's an actual degree. Yes, you can be that specific. It's kind of weird, but it, it was really great and a sort of fun. And then kind of travelled a little bit, went and spent some time in America, Did um, worked in New Zealand and then got offered the job in The Athletic. And now I'm back in London after like a crazy like three years. 
um, I want to sort of take back 11 years of my life and do football journalism as a degree, please. I highly recommend it. Nobody told you. <laughs> Nobody, it wasn't an option when I went to university. I think journalism may have been, but then you have to do all the boring stuff you don't want to do. But football journalism, if I could have done a football history degree, yes. Specialism, 90s football, done. That would be my dissertation. There wasn't enough typewriters available. <laughs> wow. I'm the same age as you this, as well. This, this cuts deep. This cuts deep. I'm because, literally the same but, age as but you. Actually, no, no, you're technically older, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't turn 35 until the Monday this podcast is released. Happy Maybe, birthday. no, the week after. Uh, something like that. So, older. It is the Monday this is released. It is the Monday this is released. Yeah. I'd got, I'm, you know, getting my Happy birthday. birthday. Happy We're birthday. birthday twins, me and Matt. It's our birthday. It is. I was gonna. I was gonna say. There's loads of like specific um, degrees now. I think there's one in like football, being a football director or something like that now as well, or like some sort of sporting director. So I've seen. I've seen someone has recently passed that degree as well, like a, an actual famous. But Holly probably knows. It's a lot. I, of footballers. I, I don't. But there is a lot of like sports management, football management, like degrees yeah. now, which are like specifically to help you go towards like running a, a sports organization or a football club for example and like that is mental that that's a degree that you go study for and then you just are given like the, i don't know the power to control chelsea for example because you've gone and studied a course for three years like that blows my mind it's probably the ed, like it's probably the equivalent of coaching badges but for the top the top of the you know top of the football club i know a, a lot of uh, retired players go on to do that or do that towards the end of their careers for anyone that's younger listening holly what sort of Interesting, either GCSE or A levels. Did you take to obviously be He's able got to pick his that degree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Get the notepad out. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I GCSEs, I did, I did media, PE, um, like history. So like pretty generic ones that were kind of still slightly on topic. And then A levels, I did PE, media, history. Um, I kind of sacked off history, if I'm honest. I got an unconditional offer for uh, to do football journalism, mostly because of I was also a female and they wanted females on the course. And so I just then put all of kind of my eggs in, in the basket of, of doing media studies and, and PE because obviously that's quite important to know how the body works when it comes to sports. So I did both of those and, and they both definitely came in handy for football journalism. So and also just like watching endless football. Did you not have to do like English or anything like that for journalism? For the degree, yeah, yeah, no. See, I would, I would just automatically think for journalism, you'd have to have some sort of either English language or whatever. Well, you kind of, I mean, like, I think they probably do have preferences as to what you do. But yeah, when yeah. I when I picked my A levels, I genuinely didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. Mm. I didn't, I didn't know until probably I don't know a month before the deadline for uni su- submissions what I wanted to do. I stumbled across the football journalism degree at Derby by chance, like by pure fluke. And I applied, got an unconditional offer and went. Like, it was just so, like, fast, like, quick succession things that just kind of happened. So, like, better planning would have been better. Like, an English degree, an English A-level would have been definitely, like, useful. Yeah. Considering writing was, has always been, like, my weakest point. Um, so I definitely would probably go back and do that now if I could. But, you, I mean, in the degree, you learn how to write a football match report, a, like a longer piece, an interview. You learn how to write those things anyway. So it's not like mm. the be-all and end-all if you if you don't study at a GCSE. Well, I mean, you have to study at GCSE, at A-level, sorry. Oh, well, well, you learn something new every day. Still got Thanks, a chance. Notes. You've still got a chance. I think it's, yeah. it's Uni of Derby that do a lot of the sport and the football ones. I know lo- a lot of football journalists that I know of all went to Derby Uni. Is it's because that- Derby Uni is the only one that does the football only- journalism. Okay, there you go, then. yeah. 
<laughs> so it makes sense. Yeah, it does now. <laughs> we don't have this in Ireland, just for any Irish listeners. Don't get your hopes up. Sorry. University. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm, are we going to move on? That's because... clear. You don't want to get yeah. involved. <laughs> <laughs> going to get cancelled again. Uh, so, uh, we've heard rumours, Holly, that you've done some coaching badges, a bit of refereeing as well. Um, so do you have any interesting slash funny or both stories from your experiences? Um, I wouldn't say I have too many coaching expe- uh, like like funny stories or anything. Um, I did like like 200 hours of volunteer coaching when I was like uh, 15, 16 and I got put on like a an FA like youth camp because of that like they recognise like the best volunteers in the country or something and then off the back of that I um, was able to volunteer at the Cerebral Palsy Football World Championships in 2017 I think it was or something like that so I ended up or 2015 sorry so I got to look after Brazil for two weeks and that was because oh, of fast. the coaching stuff that I'd done so that was pretty cool at St George's Park like just did everything for them. Like, was up at six, bed at 1am. Like, it was mental. Um, refereeing, I, I lasted a year. I did the badge um, for those. I, it's probably changed now, but when I did it, you had to do a minimum set of nine or 11 aside games to then progress up the badges. And uh, this one, one of my first nine aside games, the someone took a shot and this girl jumped kind of up in the air. Her arms went up and, like, the ball was going to go in the goal and it hit her hand. So, like, I had to give a penalty. And this dad was furious and shouted a lot of very mean things at me. And I was only like 17 and I was like, ah, never again. So I I never went back. So it's not really a funny story. It's a truthfully honest story, which I think is a lot different now. But even what, five, six years ago. I absolutely. (laughs) It's me trying to be optimistic, but yeah, it was not good. And I genuinely stopped after that game because I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Dad, stop being. (laughs) That's why they all have to stand at like. However many yards away, forty feet the away, they'll be on yeah. cages and stuff now. <laughs> yeah. It Welcome like to Birmingham. To be in cages. Um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Birmingham. Yeah, true. It's nice that you mentioned you've, you. You what did you say? You did two hundred or five hundred voluntary hours because Dave also does a lot of yeah. coaching, but that's mandatory community service rather than. Yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> feels like it sometimes. Yeah. What's great is you've you've sat with your hand up waiting to make that joke for quite some time. Absolutely, now. I, yeah. I, I, I was never the commitment. Out it, back the commitment it. to making that joke. I just See, had the listeners that didn't know that until you mentioned it. <laughs> Good, yeah, <laughs> well, was, it's got to be noted. Was spur of the moment. Spur of the moment. <laughs> you had to wait for me to text it to him as well, though. To be fair. <laughs> You don't have my number. Yeah, that, that potato internet doing it. Oh, thing. dear. Dance no, no, no. It's not because he's Irish. It's oh, just awful okay. internet. Oh, 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 that's, that's on me. Nah. That's on me there. <laughs> <laughs> I just cancelled this podcast. That's right. my bad. Sorry, lads. always go back to Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come up at some point. Um. <laughs> okay. Right. It was, yeah. We've we've done all right. So uh, let, let's talk about the the elephant in the room, the athletic. So you've said that you're a, currently a junior editor. Uh, so what are like, do they give you like a? I guess when you go for an interview, the the usual question is, what is your? You know, where do you plan to be in five years' time? Have they given you like a? I guess a, a plan for like progression throughout and where where they they are expecting you to be or do you have your own sort of aspirations of where you want to see yourself sort of in the next like you've been there for two years in the next say three where you think you'll be 
Yeah, they definitely ask that. They're a very forward-thinking company, so that is kind of, you know, on their mind, and they want to hire the right young people that are going to progress to be, you know, senior people in X number of years. Uh, And I remember them asking me, and I I think I was quite honest because two years ago, I genuinely didn't know where I would want to be in five years because... I feel like my preference to what area of the journalism industry I want to be in changes all the time. I think I lean naturally more towards video, audio, like all the kind of editing side of things and and like being in front of camera and that kind of thing. That comes a little bit more naturally to me than say what writing does, but they obviously kind of still felt my writing was good enough and is up to par for for, for the athletic standard, which is like a very big compliment. And um it's actually quite hard to remember the full interview in terms of what was fully discussed because i did it at one in the morning because of i was in new zealand when i did it so i was half i'm not kidding i was half asleep and i'm surprised they gave me the job but um i think now like the next three years i do want to be in a less junior role i'm obviously like 24 now and i i'm one of those people that likes to really progress quite quickly um or constantly progress in in my kind of job so the club writers at the athletic like that role looks a lot of fun it looks very demanding because you don't really ever turn your phone off because news is always happening at clubs but those really entice me so does kind of i've been obviously writing some football manager content for the gaming section of the website and i've been really enjoying that as well and then i get to be on the the aston villa 1874 podcast at the athletic as well so i've kind of got a lot of fingers in a lot of pies at the moment and um i'm it's great that the company is so understanding and kind of letting people figure out where they want to be so I think probably over the next year, I'd like to see a role change, but not because I've not enjoyed news. I absolutely love news because you get to know about all these secret little nuggets of information before anyone else does because we work with the writers before those stories are published. So it's uh, I'm not rushing it, but I'm I'm keen to, to see where I go next in the next like six to 12 months. Ali, you mentioned New Zealand. I was in New Zealand for, as well for nearly a year and I don't think mm-hmm. I saw football for the whole year. It was just rugby, all blacks. Nothing else. And I came across an article, something along the lines of you hanging out with Juan Pablo Angel in New Zealand. Did I read that correctly? Because yeah. I can't picture New Zealand as a place that's likely to happen. Yeah, so I was in I was in Dunedin, for people who don't know where that is. It's very south of the South Island, right on the coast. And we uh, just before I moved, my work, the company that I was going to work for, had built this, I think it's like $2 million new astroturfs it was one of the newest in it was the newest one in new zealand like state of the art like it took months and months and months of of planning and resources to kind of get it over the line to get it built and fifa have a what's called a fifa legends program so the ceo of the company applied for it because we are we were a football i was working for a football organization and out of pure luck it was juan pablo angel and i How like is he getting a fifa legends thing Sorry. in new zealand <laughs> Someone's He's done. a legend, absolute legend is that man. So what? Yeah. Well, so's two guy. Where, where's his FIFA Legends Award? <laughs> well, I don't know. It, I don't know whether it's necessarily in an award, but that's what like the program's called, and he's classed as a oh, FIFA Legend. So I'm Google it. Now. They asked the ball, but he couldn't make it. Got a flight then. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have headbutted that child. Or- that's Dave. Um, allegedly. That, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, it was Juan Pablo Angel, and I think we had like a month to organise everything. Obviously, we like planned it, and, and I literally looked after him for three days, made sure he had food, and took him to all the events. We hosted a charity dinner, which people paid tickets for. 
Um, we auctioned off some some like signed signature, uh, some signed shirts and like posters that he signed, and it was amazing. I mean, I was absolutely knackered by the end of it because I was so stressed the whole time. Um, but yeah, I've got like a signed shirt in my wardrobe that I need to get framed from him as like a little gift and. I mean, he also agreed to do an exclusive interview for The Athletic before I was even working for The Athletic. So, um, I mean, he kind of helped me get my job as well, to be honest. So I'm forever grateful to the legend that is, is Juan Pablo Angel. Just helps that he played for Villa for a bit as well, I guess. Oh, massively so. <laughs> right, so let's move on to some sort of more fun, lighter questions. Now we've got the heavy stuff out of the way. Not that it's really that heavy, but, you know, we move. So... And we should probably talk about FM a little bit. Oh yeah, seeing as you know we're we're a football manager and Spurs podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so obviously, Colin, you are relatively new to the the scene as a whole. Um, so when did you start, and really what started it for you? Um, so I'd actually be streaming for for just over a year when I decided to bring Football Manager into my content. I got asked at work or kind of batted the idea around with Ian McIntosh, who's at The Athletic. We kind of batted around the idea of me writing a piece of what it's like to play football manager for the first time ever. Because I'd, I'd refused profusely throughout my whole university time to like never touch the game. It, this it, is a wise choice. That's yeah. why you're well. successful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, because it meant that I wouldn't go down the rabbit hole. I was already obsessed with World of Warcraft and I couldn't add another game to that mix because I was an absolute just nerd. And then... I also just didn't want to mix like football and work and video games and football and like just all that kind of stuff. So finally agreed to to play it and I thought I was going to play it this one time, write the piece, never touch it again. And then I kind of got the like an itch for it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just try and start streaming it, see if I can like like it a bit more. And six months later, I, I only stream Football Manager. I'm, I'm partnered on Twitch. I've won a streamer showdown. I do not know do not understand how the last six months have come about because of this stupid game that I shouldn't like, but I am way too obsessed and I can't stand it, but I do at the same time. So how long have you been living in your bedroom with a head that size? <laughs> it's been difficult to get out the door, to be fair, since that showdown win, honestly. That's why the confetti took ages to clear up, couldn't bend down without my head just, like, capsizing. Just dragging it along. Yeah, yeah. For a while, right. So, obviously you are new to the game, but do you have any sort of favourite players or anyone that stands out? Obviously, we, we should have probably started talking about your save a little bit too. So like, this kind of all comes in sort of to one sort of little neat bundle. So we'll just chat about FM for a bit. Why not? Um, but your your main save at the moment, you are, I believe you're still at, you are still at Hull, right? Yeah. You haven't haven't moved recently. I couldn't do it. But what... What's like? How did this <laughs> uh, with question. the current save? What actually happened? Because I I watched bits and pieces like th- like throughout your Don't time lie. on Twitch, and it's no, I have <laughs> genuinely, I have uh, mainly to keep an eye on Jack. Uh, <laughs> if anyone wonders where he is, check my Menace. stream. That one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how, like, how did that save start? Uh, like, and. Um, Sort of to give us a, an overview of the narrative of the save from sort of start to way like to way up to the point where you are now. Yeah, I'm trying to get quicker at this as well because when new people come into the stream and they ask, I feel like I'm way too long winded with this. It's still my first ever save from when I first tried Football Manager from the very first time. Started at Villa, they had too high expectations, and I was shit. So I got sacked. I then got offered the job at Hull, took it, avoided relegation, 
And then in the first full season with them in season two, we got 102 points, topped the championship and got promoted to the Premier League. Season three really didn't go great. Kind of started to revive it a little bit with a formation change. I used the formation that I used in the showdown. I thought if it wins a showdown, surely it will keep me in the Premier League. Didn't quite happen. Uh, Got relegated on goal difference. Was quite angry about it as well. Um, But got over it and we're now in... uh, kind of heading into season four um, back in the championship. I'm hoping if I can get through the season quite quickly and back up to the Premier League, then we can kind of get through hopefully another full season in the Premier League and see if we can survive relegation. So that's the main aim at the moment. Well, I I think you've done... I, I quite like the fact that you didn't do well straight away. I, not Not for any reason other than... I guess it gives your save a nice, interesting narrative. Like yeah. you're, you're, not many people. I think people will give up if they struggle. Whereas you've kept at it, sort of, and drop. You've done basically what what a real manager would have done. Like they get thrown thrown into a job, find it's too difficult, end up dropping down a few divisions, and then if they are any good at that, they'll then start building themselves back up again. So I think it's it's a nice sort of almost like story arc that you've sort of created. But are there any preferred players that you've got obviously this is your first save anyway is there any that either you've spotted that you're keeping an eye on that you can't quite save yet because you're hull or (laughs) are there any other players that you've just sort of fallen in love with because they've done well for hull yeah so this is going to be a very probably like most random list of players because obviously with hull budget's not great i obviously also start with them pre-takeover so money's never been great at hull um keen lewis potter has been pretty consistent for us throughout throughout his time um i'm obsessed with romeo lavia who we've had on loan every season from manchester city i think he's like 20 21 with us now and we've had him for three or four seasons he's been really good as a dlp george honeyman uh, i think i've said on stream he can have my kids probably not the best choice of words to say boy (laughs) he was great uh i absolutely love george honeyman and he scored some absolute banging free kicks as well so if anyone has him put him on your set pieces I think that's it, really. Um, I did sign um, Adam Hlozek, I, I want to say is how you pronounce his name, uh, ahead of the Premier League season. And I have had so many people in my chat go, oh, he's amazing. What a wonder kid. He's done so great for me. He scored like three goals in 27 league starts. <laughs> this man is shit for me. I cannot, I, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to lose my rag. I just cannot stand the man. He's absolutely done my nutting. And I, I'm hoping he can revive himself on this season with the, in the championship and then I can sell him for, for profit because I don't want him near me in the Premier League. So not him. He's not on my list. He's he's at the, at the bottom and there's been he's some howlers. Yeah, and there's been some howlers this season and he's at the bottom still. Oh dear. It's, it's not gone well. Everyone, you're allowed a dud every now and again though. Like, I, I, I add them to my shit list if they've either, they either reject me or they're just a prick in yeah. general. Like, so they're... Uh, uh, Martin Martin Odegaard's in my on my shit list because he rejected me to move elsewhere when I offered him a lot of money. Um, it's it, it's very rare that players actually make it. It's mainly other staff that ruin my life. So Andy Scott is on there. Speaking you, of staff, I signed kid. Juan Pablo Angel onto my staff. Yes, I think that's fair. I always sign two guy, ir- irrespective of how good he actually is. But now he's so. been relegated. He's got he's gone somewhere else, and I I nearly cried on stream. I was not happy with you, him. You couldn't convince him to stay, despite your actual real life connection. Uh, the, Favoured personnel, Holly Percival. The, the, <laughs> D, the DOF sent him on his way, and I, I wasn't happy. FIFA legend, isn't he? So. 
Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Expect bigger things. Bigger fish to fry. All of that. I mean, it is Hull, so. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> more, more of the like. There's bigger fish in Hull to fry. That's mm. on the coast, right? Right. Mm, good save. On the on the Humber. No, not having it. How did you not call it Holly Place? Just as the name of the oh, city. Is that too much? Don't know. Because it's shit. <laughs> that, that's why. <laughs> I was going to ask. No, serious question. I was going to ask Holly, like, how many hours have you racked up in FM22? It's something we usually ask whenever anyone we have coming on. Just so yeah. Dupe can go and embarrass us all with his hours. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think this is probably an underwhelming amount because I only play when I stream. So it's only like 170, 175. It's really not that oh, much. Yeah. I think I have that in the editor this year. <laughs> right, there's no need, right. There's no need for that. Steve. I have that in the Switch version this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only had a Switch for a month. It's mad, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> people have probably done that life. In, a, in a week. There's people that have probably done that in a week. Yeah. yeah. Are there are there that many hours in a week, though, Dave? No, of course there is. You sure? You're thinking about it. times seven. Well, how many hours, you say? Like 170, 175? Well, they're running it on two devices, mm. right, Dave? Saving and reloading and all that. <laughs> yeah. There is that oh, many hours, that, anyway. Yeah. Come on. I'm not, I'm not that Oof, so. unlucky. It's up there. Close, close. Just about. Up there. Dave is doing school. maths in his GCSEs. As we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick maths, etc. So let, let's move on to the showdown then. And obviously, you, you went in as a debutante and ended up winning the entire thing. So... What do you think aided you going in as a debutante to actually end up winning it? Oh, that's a really good question. And the easiest answer is uh, football manager's just quite easy, isn't it? I mean, oh, oh no, well, she's turned heel. <laughs> that's it. Everyone's like throwing shit on the floor. Um, honest, honestly, I shouldn't say it because I can hear all the people who were angry on the day going, Oh, she's FM'd everyone, it's all luck. And I mean, uh, if you've watched FM and played FM long enough, you'll know there is an element of that to it. But I think, and I hate that Kev tries to take credit for it, I just drafted, in my mind, because it was obviously the first time I ever did a, a competitive draft, I just drafted what I thought was the sensible and the correct and the way everyone else would do it. Either that or like they go for like two or three big names and then they build a team around it. And that's just not what I wanted to do. Because I felt like that you needed more experience in Football Manager for that. So I was like, just get a general team. And I... I, you know, I put a decent amount of time into drafting up my squad. Ben will try and take credit for, for my squad selection. I refuse to have that. Um, and I think it just kind of, it all just fell into place quite well. I mean, like Sir David De Gea had an amazing sh- showdown. So he, he very much like... Kept, he wouldn't be. <laughs> I, I point, well, sir. he did because I, like, I, I did, I, I, point, I looked through your, like the actual stats and your XG against was ridiculous compared to the actual goals you conceded yeah. it was it was in i think you had like one of the highest xg against out of everyone yet you conceded what eight the entire tournament i think it was like eight or nine prior to the final with zealand i think yeah. or something crazy um so hence why he was knighted and i was thrilled to give him such an honor um and then obviously i, I don't know whether like using the crop reviver on Flahovich gave him that new lease of life because he was awful on the saturday but amazing on the sunday yeah, I don't know. I want to say some of it was to, due to my like managerial decisions, like moving Sancho over to the left as the inside uh, inside forward or the inverted winger. I can't remember what role I put him on specifically. Um, so little tweaks like that just for some reason won me the won me the whole thing, and I still 
still can't fathom it. And I'm more nervous for this one this time round because there's the expectation. I only lost one game and that was against RDF. So I feel like there's a lot of people coming for revenge. Hey, Holly, you mentioned people who are giving you kind of grief about, or you've FM'd everyone, but I'm pretty sure that I, if it was definitely once, if not twice, like what I was, I was doing the socials, so I was grabbing some mm. gifts. You at least had one red card, if not two, in like the semi-final or final. Am I right? If my memory. I played. Um, I played with ten men. Definitely. Um, I think. In the we don't talk about the first leg of the final, Mads. We don't talk. <laughs> that about never that. happened. Sure, yeah. I'm not talking about that no. part. No. I'm not. <laughs> um, no, I did. I played. I played with ten men, and I beat someone, and then. I think you might have turned it around as well at ten men, if my memory is right. I remember. Yeah. New Zealand. Was that, yeah. was that against Stinger that? That you went, you yeah. went down to ten, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. And I went well, down. I think, and I think I went down to ten men during the Saturday as well. Um, yes, okay. And so I think I also got a little bit lucky with injuries. I think the only injuries I picked up was De Gea on the last game of the Saturday, but I used the crop revival because I wasn't one hundred percent certain if that meant he would or wouldn't have been back in time for the for the knockouts. And obviously, I only picked one keeper, so I think just yeah, a little bit of luck was on my side as well. This isn't a question to dig you out or anything because we've all done it. Whoever's oh, been sorry, in this field showdown. No, 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 it's not. It's not. No, because <laughs> no, I think no, genuinely, this will sound like a, a bad question, but it's not because I think everybody you ask in this, that has ever been in the stream of showdown would have got help off other members of the community somehow, yeah. whether it be off videos or whatever. And set pieces is such a massive part of it. And for you yeah. as quite a newbie, surely you would have got some help on that side of things. On like set pieces? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So what did, I'm, I'm what, not kidding. I'm not kidding. What Nothing. did you do? Just like do your own thing, set, leave them yep. as default or? I know. I just set up my own stuff. Serious? I know it's, it's hard to sale. believe. It's now for I sale know it's, I know it's really hard to believe. <laughs> the, I, I will be honest and I've admitted this on stream. The only help I had was so I, I kind of got together the list of players I wanted to draft. Mm. And then during, during the draft, I had like a Google sheet open with Matt Blanco and he would just basically, He's I'd be like, I'm going to, well, I was just like, oh, I think I'm going to go for this guy. And then I was like, oh, last minute I'd go, actually, no, I think I should change and go for this guy. And Blanco was like, no, just go with what you want. So like Blanco was just reassuring me during that time because I was so nervous with it being my first draft. Mm. So having him to just be like, no, just like be calm. Don't overthink your picks. Go with what you want. Like back your knowledge, back what you've learned over the last six months to, to p make the right picks. To be honest, I think your sort of well uh, naivety yeah. to it probably helped you, like yeah. uh, really, because you aren't. I think you were falling into the trap that I think all of us do have been playing football manager for a long time and overthinking it and applying too much real football knowledge yeah. to FM. And I think everyone can come a cropper, whether it be a tactical change or just like signing players yep. if it's single player or in a draft situation because you I think you probably want to pretend it is more more or it's it's more football and less of a game than it actually is. Yeah. And obviously there is always meta to be sort of dealing with as well. And I think sometimes trusting your gut is probably the best thing you can do. Yeah, definitely. Like I I also kept it simple as well. Like obviously like, you know, Ben's mentioned about going strikeless for this showdown. Like I, I will be going for the same formation and I will I like obviously I'll admit that now because this will go out after the showdown. I'll go for the same formation, I'll go with the same plan B and I'll go for the same panic plan. I I'm not changing any of that. And I didn't even have to change formation once during the whole showdown. I just stuck with what was working and, and I was literally just going, As soon as this doesn't work, I'll change it. But it just always worked so consistently and I just so I just didn't feel the need to change it and like you asked Dave, like I, I just set up set pieces just the way I wanted to and the way I thought would work and 
I don't actually know how many set pieces I scored from, but all I knew is that James Ward, as long as James Ward Prowse is kicking a free kick, it's it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be pretty close to going in. So that was fine by me. Okay, so obviously after well, season four of the Streamer Showdown will have concluded by the time this pod is out. But are you backing yourself to to win <sighs> consecutive showdowns oh it's so tricky um she just said a football manager is too easy Matt. of course she's back <laughs> <Yeah. time. laughs> no well, the, the, the thing no. is that the, the lineup is different it's so i think like, it's so difficult this lineup like there's so many people on there that are you know i watch their streams i lurk in their streams a lot regularly and know a lot of them really well and like i said i know zealand is going to be looking for revenge his whole community is going to be wanting revenge from from el classico and um it's you know it's one of those where it's just like i do feel like the pressure's on more this time because as soon as you lose it's like ah you've lost you're the you're no longer the champion you know this so-and-so's beat the champion and i'm all for the fun and games but i am also very competitive so i will want to win as much as possible but I, I'd also be happy if I just won Saturday and then got knocked out then I've won the league and I've won the showdown I'd be pretty happy with that as well Do you think it's going to be harder this time round because there's expectation? Yeah and I, I I am definitely a get in my own head panic kind of person so <laughs> I I just need to on Wednesday not panic just go with the draft that I want I'm kind of hoping Ben and Chez make a decision for me by based off their first draft pick because I really am torn between who I pick as my first one. Um Well you can give us a spoiler because obviously this is As long as pre- as long as none of you promised to say. Well I I will promise to not say Matt's contract he's not watching obli- obliged not to say, so you'll be fine. Um I uh, yeah, so I want to do. You can just you can say the the choices, yeah. and then that then you can that that. There's every chance that, that okay. Jack has the room bugged. definitely has Holly's room bugged. He put it in that Jesus balloon. Christ. He has he has said that he's out been outside my window before, so I never know with this guy. That's not weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not weird for Jack. I'm <laughs> uh, <laughs> surprised he's outside, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's it's torn between. Because obviously I'm draft pick number three, so it's torn between Haaland and Vlahovic. I was going to ask if Vlahovic was was going to be on your list purely because of how good he was for you in the all, all I'm All I'm going to say for, for my entire draft pick is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know. That's that, that we can we can finish that there. That is, uh, like we won't, we won't divulge any any more but we do i mean dave dave's no sorry question. Matt. i was just gonna ask I, I don't know if i missed it you know obviously holly won the last one does she not get number one pick or is that changed i, now? I get no, to so pick. He, yeah the champion gets to choose oh kev just oh, always yeah. picks number one because he's a oh, okay, psycho because yeah. he's a psycho <laughs> he's a kev <laughs> but exactly well he is a kev isn't he um so we do have some a rapid fire round so what's your favorite showdown moment uh oh God. This is rapid fire. Oh, Excellent. shoot. There's okay. so many of these. Uh, probably Ben's face when I put on the It's a Party Atmosphere. Excellent. Okay. Number one target for the showdown draft this week. Yeah, you've already said that. Uh, most feared showdown opponent. Oh, Zealand. Like, least feared showdown opponent. Ben, okay. And, uh, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I do joint? Ben and Jack? Ben and Jack? <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's fine. <laughs> and number one tip to someone who wants to get into Football Manager content creation. 
Uh, be yourself. Be yourself. Lovely stuff. Um, and actually, they're, 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 that, that's like the, the quickfire round. One, one question that wasn't on this list, but I want to ask you, and it's kind of as a result of that question. Being one of few uh, female creators play, like playing football manager at the moment mm-hmm. or streaming football manager at the moment, how have you found the like the environment like in in terms of just being well i'm going to say one of like the three percent basically rather than sort of it's a it's a very male dominated space just because there's a lot of males who play football manager strangely enough but how have you found just you know getting on with it i guess did you get much bollocks from from the internet because the internet's bollocks (laughs) honestly that's the most yeah that's the most like intricate question i've ever been asked um i feel like as as i as i potentially continue to grow that will happen more Uh, a prime example of that was in the most recent stream i did someone came in and the first thing they said was they were asking me if i was shagging someone which like i just don't feel like male streamers get asked really or anything like that so it's like why does it have to be so inappropriate why do things have to be sexualized when it's a female that's involved but other than that I really haven't had any kind of bad um, kind of receptions or atmospheres towards me or anything said. Um, the community has genuinely, I haven't, I feel like I cannot praise the community enough and the people that I've met enough. Um, I just feel very lucky to have like slotted in so well. I consider myself to have just slotted in really well and just kind of snuck into the group and then just carried on doing my own little thing. Um, I feel like I'm quite nerdy and I'm quite weird and I've, feel like this is the first time since I started streaming football manager that I've able to really just be myself on stream and, and just kind of chill and, and do my own thing. And that's kind of the best thing for me. The most humbling thing for me is when someone comes into my stream and says, Oh, it's my first time watching. I just find it really, really like chill and like a really safe space to be. That's all I want to do for people, create a safe space for them to just sit and they don't have to interact. They don't have to do anything. All it is is just a place for them to come to and, and, I feel like that that's I've achieved that. Like I could my stream could like die a death now and I'd be happy. Obviously I don't want that to happen because <laughs> I'd want to keep providing a, a safe space for people, but like that's that's always been my aim with with streaming as a hobby just to create a safe space for people. So I feel very lucky and I, and hopefully like more females are doing it. Like I I in the nicest way possible to myself, I should not be the top female streamer, okay? I am loud and weird annoying and whatever like there are so many amazing people that i'm sure could stream football manager because they enjoy it and have played it for much longer than me and absolutely smash it out of the park and like take take the community by storm so like i'm just glad to see other people do that like alice and abby they've both been killing it with their streams and and offering like just like a new take on football manager because i feel like almost in as well in a weird way females probably view the game slightly differently because sometimes we're a bit more methodical whereas like men are like i know how the i know how the system works so i'm going to go with this and i've seen that on countless streams and countless times and so i just feel like that probably also is a little bit different in terms of what i offer compared to all the people who have played it for for years and years and years how long did it take you between starting the save and pressing continue um <laughs> this is how much this i'm judging you on how methodical you are because if it's not 6 hours i'm not having it how i'm worried that you knew to ask me this that's my worry because I didn't know to ask this. It's more because, like, that takes a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. No, I. I. Uh, two and a half hours. I was like, why is the day not progressing? 
where's what what's not what, why isn't things moving i thought i was like missing oh. something like in the inbox i'm not kidding it probably took me like two hours to realize that i needed to press continue to move the days along oh i mean that that is is that, that not is what you're not asking what me? I was expecting. Well, no, but oh. it's, a, it's it's an excellent um, answer. But you've accidentally taken two and a half hours to press continue rather than just spamming it, which is that's why. So you mean as in like when I'm like doing things and like so tinkering it, with things? I guess things. I guess because it was not your first, first save, you didn't really know what oh. you were doing. So it was, but it's more like you mentioned like, how methodical yet, you tend to be, <laughs> and usually like methodical people when they start a save, they will like set up everything before they press continue first yeah. whereas yours was completely by accident and you would have spammed it <laughs> if you had known to do that um the, the, my thing was is because i was doing it for work and i didn't stream when i first started the save i here come the excuses I, <laughs> no it's not excuses i'm just i'm just you know explaining it the the, the reason for that like progression i followed ian mcintosh's um beginner's guide to football manager um that's a mistake <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was useful I, I feel like it needed more I feel like it needed Have more you seen info. how bad he is at football manager though <laughs> Jesus where he's, thri- he's thriving with Newcastle come on I love Ian he's said he's trying then <laughs> <laughs> um, no I followed me. the beginner's guide because I genuinely wouldn't have known how to start I wouldn't have known what coaching badges to pick like anything like that and yeah like I could have then loaded up a, a YouTube video probably and that and someone probably would have been able to talk me through it but I just obviously used the guide because I was doing it for work intensive purposes and it definitely got me started. However, I mean, yeah, he should have probably mentioned that you have to actually press continue or space I mean, it does, to move maybe, the game along because I was sat so, going, so, what, the, what the fuck am I doing? Maybe that's a flaw in the game that it's it's not obvious to really new users 100%. of the game that, that it's not obvious what you need to do or maybe the tooltips weren't enabled. She was know, getting paid to play it. Of course she was going to take her time. <laughs> no, that was in my own time, unfortunately. Otherwise, I really would have, you know, really relaxed with it. Taking five hours to find the continue button, if anything. So right, I mean, now, now we're now we're talking the right language. <laughs> five hours to, before you press continue, legitimately, is yeah. is absolutely acceptable. Uh, right. Okay. Final question then. Uh, so our listeners do tend to love an anecdote when we have a guest on. Um, some for reference, uh, Sam Allardyce uh, and Shots, uh, rapping with Memphis Depay and smelling Virgil van Dijk are some of the, a select few that we've had in the past. But with your, I mean, I guess the whole pa- uh, Juan Pablo Angel is pretty up there. Mm-hmm. But have you got any other notable anecdotes or stories from your relatively short time working in the football industry that you can share with us? Um. <sighs> Not that I've none that I don't think I've been there and been part of. Um, I'm probably going to kick myself because I'll remember something after we finish this, and I will be mad about it. Oh, I really can't think of anything. I am um, going to ask about Garrett. There's a Garrett Southgate story here somewhere, no? Yeah, you, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Garrett there's Southgate? an. I did interview Gareth Southgate uh, a month into starting my university degree, which I was shit scared for, if I'm honest, because I had, didn't know how to do anything. Um, was he wearing a waistcoat? Did he wear? Oh, sorry, man, sorry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to. I genuinely. I would have to pull up the like the video of the interview. I think he was. I think he was. Um, I was so nervous at the time. Uh, yeah, he was lovely though. I don't think I have any anecdotes. Oh, damn it. I feel like that's so disappointing considering I've oh, spoken no, to I mean, quite a few people. Cool, that you've met him. You've, you've, yeah, there's people like that. Met and and also the whole Juan Pablo Angel thing. That's pretty. Like, what about when you're in your time, sort of in New Zealand or of America? It doesn't even have to be at the Athletic. But like, did you meet anyone that happened to 
that has sort of blossomed into a star, whether it be like uh, sort of the WSL stuff, whether it be American MLS, anything like that. Um, I did meet the I can't remember what year it would have been, but I did meet the USL team India Eleven. They were going to hire me as part of their media team, but like they asked me if I would join, and then they turned around like two days later and were like, "Actually, we don't want you anymore." So it was oh. like really bizarre, really Pricks. really weird. I know uh, I would have. It would have been a list. nice job. Yeah. So do you hear that? <laughs> Suck with Brian. Oh, Your team fucked <laughs> over Holly. Yeah. They did. They Get really him. Did. Um, Get him. Would Would Steve Bruce count? I went to an Aston Villa press conference with Steve Bruce, and I, every did time you I, boo him. Uh, not the time because it was it was fairly new. Into she was the one that threw the cabbage. Yeah. yeah. Day, you won't. <laughs> you said you weren't going to tell people. Oh, Thank sorry, you very much. Sorry. Come on. Yeah. NBA um, broke up. <laughs> no, so I always I just always think of I always just think of how's the bacon? Did you say? I just that's. That's the top of the list for me when I think about doing the Steve Bruce press conference and getting a photo with him. Um, I do love how you've you've said I don't have any anecdotes and then reeled off three. Yeah, so, um, like yeah whoops. Casual flex there. Whoops. First of all. But uh, thank you very much for joining us, Holly. Uh, where can people find you? Oh, I forget my Twitter, my handles all the time. On Twitter, I'm just Holly Percival. You'll find me. I have a little verified tick, as Matt mentioned, so you'll know it's oh, me. Um, oh, I, on, on Twitch. Let's flex again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, on Twitch, it's Holly Plays, two Y's in Holly, two Y's in Plays. Uh, I have Instagram as well, Holly Play, Holly Percival XO. Um, you can find me on there. That, that's it, really. So, haven't thought about, you know, getting that brand synergy going or anything, you know, oh, well, losing <sighs> some Y's and stuff. I don't um, mean the athletic. Might as well have the Af- athletic one was the one with Holly plays. At least you know. she doesn't have any underscores or Zs, because yeah, I mean that, that would be unacceptable. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers, yeah, that that too. The XO is XO or is it X zero? XO, like okay. like 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 kiss hug. Hugs you know? and kisses. Hugs okay. and kisses. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll let it go, I guess. Anyway, that does bring <laughs> the end to episode 246 you can find the links for each of us including holly in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all of our latest football manager content five star potential is available on itunes spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every week thank you all for listening there will be more from us next week happy birthday to me and Duke. yes uh, say goodbye folks yeah. Bye. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.